0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast, presented by Fetch Me Home Delivery. They are run by an alum of Auburn. Have the greatest variety of restaurants to order from and get your meal delivered in Auburn and Opelika. If you are looking to have your family meal delivered in less than 40 minutes, check out Fetch Me. Great selection of anything you want, including restaurants, groceries, coffee, dry cleaning. They're the best in the business. Check out FetchMe at FetchMeDelivery.com and use promo code FetchMe20 to get your first delivery free. That's FetchMe20 for your first Delivery free. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas here with you. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, Zach. I'm great. How are you, man? I'm good. A little tired, ready for the weekend, but uh, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun weekend for sure. People kind of getting more and more jazzed about Auburn LSU, starting to see more and more confident Auburn picks, which gets me a little fired up.
0: The more that I go online and read things... Uh, about this game, the more confident I am that Auburn's going to win. So I need to stop reading things because I'm getting my hopes up just to, just, uh, I'm setting myself up to get my heart ripped out on Saturday and just be be very sad yeah. on after the game.
1: So there's a, there's a few factors, one specifically that I want to talk about that I think really benefits Auburn. And I meant to bring this up yesterday and I just, I forgot because I'm stupid but we're going to bring not it up stupid. Thank you buddy. A lot of my mind. You're right. Did you notice right. that
0: the Mavs are 1 and 0 now? How about that? Jump on the bandwagon now, baby. 82 and 0. You calling it? Yep. Okay, sweet. Luca.
1: <laughs> Christoph's baby. All right, so you can call the Locked On Auburn podcast at 205-502-4285 leave a voicemail we'd love to hear from you. And uh, we've, got, um, we've got a voicemail here. Hey, uh, a few people have tweeted me this as what? Yes? Really fast. Sure. Before
0: we move on from basketball, Jared Harper, NBA minutes last night. Isn't that crazy? Yes. He lot of played fun. for about two minutes in their game last night. What a two minutes those were. First, uh, first Auburn
1: player since Markel Dubois? De- Is that how you say his name? Yeah, for the Celtics. He got minutes for yeah. Boston, right? Yeah. All right. That, so that's shout not, out Jared Harper. That's Herbert. not how you say his name, but that's okay. All okay. right. So here's the a, here's, here's a voicemail. What up, guys? Uh, Tony and Savannah. Uh, got a quick question. I want like to get your thoughts on My brother uh, texted me and said that it's, uh, I think, 100% chance of rain, like 60 to 100% chance of rain at Baton Rouge on Saturday, and I wonder if you think that plays in Auburn's favor uh, because Joe Burrow and LSU was such a pass-heavy offense, so i don't know maybe it might make throwing the ball a little harder uh just curious thanks man tony thank you for the call once again you can call and ask a question at 205-502-4285 if the weather's ugly and i've seen reports of that people have tweeted us about that if it's raining i definitely think it benefits auburn it makes it harder to throw the football and lsu is no doubt better in the passing game than auburn is so uh I think Auburn fans should want to get ugly. I think another element of that is I think fans are less hype if it's raining.
0: Uh, I definitely agree with that. So I, I went ahead and pulled it up. Uh, we are looking at a ninety percent chance of rain uh, tomorrow. That tomorrow being Friday mm-hmm. during the day, eighty percent chance overnight. So pretty much looks like they're gonna it's, it's gonna be raining on Friday and then uh, on saturday it's a 60% chance in the morning look at this game looks like kentucky and georgia and it's just a sloppy muddy game out there I, I, it's got to benefit auburn auburn's I, got I, a, I think so auburn's got a better defensive line you, well the defensive line's better than the lsu offensive line and it's just one of those things where if lsu's got to run the ball the whole game i'm not so sure they can win
1: Right. Their strength is through the air. And mm-hmm. if you take their strength away without Auburn having to do anything from a scheme standpoint, you take that every day of the week. So that's, uh, that's a big, that's big going to be a big factor going into it. I think if it's beautiful, I mean, you, you can't bank on the weather. I, I think if it's normal playing conditions or it's, you know, slightly rainy, you know, weather to the point where it's not affecting a whole lot as far as receivers being able to run routes and all that good stuff. I, th- I think the edge is, is pointing to LSU's favor. I don't feel confident about this game. I, I don't feel good about it at all because the the big thing is is what LSU does so well is the weakness of this Auburn defense. I'm not convinced the pass rush can consistently get there just because of the, a, a timing thing. I don't think it's a lack of ability. I just think... The way that these passing offenses are configured is for the ball to get out of the hands of Joe Burrow as quick as possible or out of the hands of the quarterback as quick as possible. A lot of it's quick stuff. And Auburn has just not been super great at defending those intermediate passing routes, at least just by the eye test.
0: I I tend to agree with you. And that's why, uh, you know, like I said, I read two articles yesterday that were like, Five things I'm worried about if I'm LSU, and five things I'm worried about if I'm Auburn or whatever. Those are just, and that's
1: just great journalism right there.
0: Okay, so I read the the one that was like for Auburn fans or whatever, and three of the things were like LSU returning punts for touchdowns, and the, you know the which curse, we, which or,
1: we did say that yesterday.
0: Sure, but but Special it was like team. stuff that's just kind of silly. Yeah, well, not obvious, but just kind of like. Not directly related to the LSU football team, I guess. Like, obviously, if a team returns punts for touchdowns on you, that's going to be a problem. Did you get a DJ Chark flashback? Is that why you're mad about it? No. And then I read the, the one that was for the LSU fans, and it was like five things that the Auburn football team actually did well. And I, so I, that made me feel better. And then I was like, it's probably just the guy who wrote it. But any, it's like... Where was that? Do you remember? Uh, I don't... Really want to give them like free press here on our very extinguished pod. No free ads. I do remember. I can say it if you want me Yeah, to. say it. Saturday down south. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I liked the the one that was for the LSU fans. I thought the guy did a great job. Mm-hmm. The one that was for the Auburn fans, I, I didn't. But anyway, it's just like I am with you. I, I don't have a great feeling about the game. I think it should be a good game. I think it should be a hard-fought game. I'm not super confident Auburn comes out on top, but as the game gets closer – It's like this optimism and this hope just creeps into into my gut. And then I'm just going to be nauseous for like six hours on Saturday before the game. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kabotaorangedays.com. your family, your land and your livestock deserve equipment. They can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's kabotaorangedays.com.
1: From a, from a skill level and a talent level, just uh, LSU's defense as a whole, not necessarily from like what they do tendency wise or anything like that, but what do you think as far as how good the defense is as a unit? What do you compare it to? What team do you compare it to that Auburn's played so far this year? Because like I don't think their defense is as good as Oregon's, and then like their after, defense is not as good as Oregon's. It's not as good as Florida's. It's kind of the opposite of Florida's. What do you mean opposite?
0: Florida, the strength of Florida's defense is their pass rush and those guys on the defensive front. They've got three or four guys in their front seven oh, that, are, selling, that are really really, really good, back heavy. LSU gotcha. has three uh, three of their four starting secondary guys. I mean, theoretically, could be all SEC players. Yeah, Derek Stingley, who is the freshman. Um, I don't remember the other cornerback's right. name. Right. So,
1: but okay, but as, as far as the talent from from top to bottom, I mean, how good of a defense do you think it is compared to like how much better as a defense are they than Mississippi State and Arkansas? Like a lot, right? So, I mean, it, yeah. What's the difference in talent on defense from LSU and Texas A&M? Like, that's the closest one, right? Yeah, probably. I, I think so. And so that looks good for Auburn. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm just worried about stopping them. I, I really yeah. think that's what it's going to come down
0: to. And hopefully that is while we're watching the game. We're like, we need to stop. If we can get a stop. If we can, or if Auburn can get a stop, they've got a great shot at winning this game, because we've seen every team LSU has played, every Power Five team LSU has played, has been able to move the ball against this defense. I mean,
1: Vanderbilt was picking up chunk plays for touchdowns. That's the thing, man. Like that's crazy to me. You know, looking back at the stats of that game, Vanderbilt's offense looked like legitimate, and yeah. like it's not. It's not legitimate at all. So. I I don't really understand. You know, we we asked this yesterday to a former LSU quarterback when Josh Booty was on. And, you know, he said some of it may have been the fact that they're on the field a lot because the offense is scoring so much. But I'm like, not to Vanderbilt. I don't buy that. I mean, I I, I think there's something wrong with this LSU defense. So I I think Bo Nix and I think Cam Martin and these guys are going to be able to move the football on them. I think Gus Malzon's going to have a game plan ready. My biggest thing... Also,
0: yeah. really, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but... No, go ahead. I would buy the, like, they're on the field too much thing if all the points they were giving up were in, like, the, late in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, like, when you got tired. Right. But I mean, what you saw in the Mississippi State game, literally the first drive, LSU was on the field. Mississippi State took the ball 60 yards and then, I think, fumbled. Yeah. And you're, so you're fresh at that point. Yeah. Right. Like. And LSU, Josh Booty said this yesterday also. They rotate eight guys on the defensive line. like They're as fresh as can be. Mm -hmm. If they're not fresh, I mean, if they're not fresh in Nashville in September, what were they doing in Baton Rouge in August? That they're not in shape when they're in, in Nashville. I mean, Baton Rouge with the... The mugginess and how hot it is, and what
1: like you you should be ready to play anywhere. Yeah, conditioning shouldn't be an issue. Right, right. And, And I'm trying to think of a situation like Auburn last year, but as far as so far this year, where the defense looks bad because the offense. And I just. Currently, I, I don't really think there's a good example of that right now because I think you look around the conference and it's like, maybe A&M's the best example here. But you look around the conference and it's like, a lot of these defenses are just bad. Like, there's no excuse yeah. for it. And, <laughs> I, and I'm kind of thinking, like, LSU's getting the pass on that when their defense is actually bad. and people Probably are, well, not they're, bad. Well, they're, they're probably they're talented, just average. But they... But the, Van, the Vanderbilt thinks crazy. Yeah. And maybe they like, weren't worried about Vanderbilt. Maybe they didn't do a whole lot of preparation that week for Vandy. They were focused on folks down the road. That's totally And valid.
0: against Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt scored two touchdowns where the LSU defense didn't even have to walk onto the field. So that's more time that they didn't have to go on. Like, th- just talking about the rest thing, and... When your game plan going into the season is for your offense to move incredibly quickly and your defense to be on the field, then a bunch. You got to prep for that. You prep for that. Yeah. So I don't think that's like... I I I, I don't uh, think
1: it's conditioning. I agree. I,
0: I think the LSU fans are used to the defense or the offense just being bad.
1: And so then when the defense is on the field a whole bunch, they're like, well, they're on the field so much. I mean, LSU's defenses have been very good as of late. I mean, this is definitely a, a very odd LSU team to be watching. Like, it looks weird. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you're watching LSU throw the ball all around the yard and then they give up chunk plays left and right. Like, it looks odd to me. Yeah, but uh, all I'm saying, what I mean by my statement is that you don't hear
0: these typically the super up-tempo defense offenses you don't hear people say that the defense is bad because they're on the field so much. Like, no one says OU's defense is bad because they're on the field so much. No one says Washington State's defense is bad because they're on the field so much. Tech, same thing with Texas Tech or Oklahoma State, right? No one is sitting around saying that the offense scores so many points that the defense is on the field so much they're not very good. hmm So I think LSU's mindset is still in the – The LSU fans or people covering LSU, the mindset is still on the side of, well, if the offense doesn't spend as much time on the field, the defense will get tired. But when you're game planning for the offense to not spend a lot of time on the field, because they're scoring so many points, the defense should be ready. Ohio State's defense this year, ready. They're Mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah, they're very good. Even OU's defense this year has been much better. So. That's not a reason for your defense to be average. Right. Because your offense is too good. That's ridiculous. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: You can email the show at lockedonauburn at gmail.com. I didn't tell you this. Hmm. Guess who emailed us? My mom. The gloat. Oh, I should have known. My mom doesn't listen. <laughs> but Colonel Steve does. Shout out to Colonel Steve. He, uh, the email references a, a tweet that he sent us about. Um, I was going to read. It. He said, I sent a tweet about naming our SC defensive lineman of the week. A U Warden on Twitter mentioned Derek Demolisher Brown and Marlon the Monster Davidson. I propose Marlon the Sack Doctor Davidson. Do you guys have better nicknames for them? Need more candidates for the Locked On Auburn awards. But I still like Seth Game. I still like Seth Game Winner Williams the best. Keep up the good work, and keep growing more listeners. Thank you so much, Colonel Steve. Nothing has just popped up to popped out to me about uh, as far as nicknames for uh, Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson. Uh I don't hate
0: Derek Demolisher Brown. However,
1: <laughs> he's got a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he's so terrifying. And then he takes like, his... when, Yeah, when you really like look at the graphics that like Auburn football puts on, where they're not wearing helmets, and it's like. Oh, that's the dude doing that? That's crazy. <laughs> he takes his talent off and you're like, ah, I just want to give him a hug. I love the banter that they have back and forth in press conferences about like calling each other fat. That yeah. cracks me up.
0: <laughs> Marlon saying, uh, Derek after Derek Brown tripped and fell on the uh, the fumble recovery against Florida, Marlon said he would have scored if he wasn't fat, and then this week, Derrick Brown said Marlon would have had more sacks if he wasn't fat.
1: Their friendship has been really fun Uh, to watch. It really has. And the guy, ah, man. They are going to have so much money this time next year.
0: Well, I mean, we can go look at exactly how much money. <laughs> gonna have. It's all slotted
1: now. So you're right. It's going up a little bit every not year. But you're like, right.
0: Not like the old
1: Sam uh Sam Bradford, eighty six million before you play snap. The almost lockout we had a few years ago with the NFL is almost worth it because all of that was just ridiculous. And all these bad teams are staying bad because they had yeah. to draft these quarterbacks that they didn't even know they were good and pay them seventy mil. So that's good. That's good. I mean, guys, we're coming Shout the out to Marcus and, Russell. That's right. Shout out to Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford. Cam was the first player to sign and first player draft in the new CBA. So, like, Cam kind of got screwed. But um, outside of that, it's been fine. Ah, Cam ended up signing over a $100 million contract.
0: Yeah, Cam has lots of money. Yeah, it's fine. And like, this season he's getting paid to just, like, watch his team win without him. So. Right,
1: and he's going to get so many more endorsements when he plays for the Bears next year. So, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. Okay. Can to Chicago. It's, it's a thing. It's Chicago's
0: in this position that, like, they're going to be too good this year to draft a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their defense is stupid. Second best and, defense in the league. And their offense is good enough.
1: Right? That's pretty bad. What else, what, what, what angle have we not talked about for Saturday's game yet? I mean, we've covered it pretty
0: close. Last year, it came down to a field goal. Uh, If it happens again this year, Andres Carlson, much more experienced than Cole Tracy at LSU.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your score prediction? Do you have one? Like... uh, I think it's 28-21.
0: That's exactly what I was
1: thinking in my head. Really? Yes! I promise we haven't talked about this beforehand. That was just fresh. I was like... Shooting from the hip stuff right there. I'm going to flip it. Okay. 28-21 Auburn, what you're picking?
0: Actually, I'll take 24-21 Auburn. Gosh. That sounds so stressful.
1: <laughs> I think the rain thing, the, if it's pouring down rain and it's like the, the weather affects play calling and all of that, I'll change my pick. I would change it to 7-3 <laughs> to three Auburn. 7-3 to three Auburn, yeah. I mean, if it's fireworks, I think LSU has the advantage. But if it's yeah. just ugly and it's a dog fight from kickoff, I like Auburn's chances a lot. Yeah, this is
0: something we don't say a whole lot, but Auburn's got to slow this game down, and not necessarily from a time per play point of view, but if Auburn gets
1: in like a big playoff with LSU, they'll lose. Yeah, if it's fireworks, they're not going to win that game because LSU's better at that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I, and I think as far as like being dirty in the trenches and all that Auburn is better at that so I mean they've got to dictate the game it's tough to do on the road they haven't been able to do it in 20 years but I mean you just look at all the matchups they've had since they've won down there it's like this one doesn't seem like the one that they would win out of all of those so they'll probably win (laughs) so that'd be like the most Auburn thing in the world right yeah they go down there like projected to win by you know over a touchdown by Vegas standards several times and they get 17 point leads and they blow it or you know whatever and then they finally go down there and it's like, all right, they're, you know, 13-point dogs or 11-point dogs, depending on what the line is right now. And that's... Um, 11. Yeah, so that kind of be the most Auburn thing ever, actually. I'll have an updated score
0: prediction tomorrow once I consult my spreadsheet. You want to tell people about your spreadsheet? Um, sure. Uh, I created a huge spreadsheet... To you, predict over unders, I've been working on it for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, you like don't talk and to your friends anymore because of it. In the SEC, in games involving the SEC and one of the other conferences that I've have data for in the spreadsheet so far, I believe that it's twenty one and nine. It's pretty good. That's incredibly good. The and then the big
1: against the spread or over unders no, over unders yeah.
0: In predicting over-unders. And then for the Big 12, it was also, I think, close to 60%. Um, the Big 10 was only 50%, though. Like, exactly 50%. And I think that's because there's such a discrepancy between the good teams and the bad teams in the Big 10. It's very top-heavy. That like Is Michigan a good or a bad team? Um, I mean, as far as the spreadsheet's concerned, it's one of the better teams because... Okay. So the issue here is that when the good teams play each other, there's a chance someone scores seven points, and then the next game they'll play Illinois or Rutgers and put up 50. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just skews all the, all the data, basically. Where so. can people find you and hear you, bud? Follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. And you can also follow me in the Action Network app if anyone has that. Uh, I post all of my picks on there. Uh, same thing at CouchPapTato. Listen to me on the lunch break Tuesdays and Fridays.
1: Fantastic. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlack. We follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast.
0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ah! The NCAA tournament is almost here.